Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Bird Brains. I'm Ken Gunnick, along with my partner, Mark Eckel, and we're going to talk about the Eagles' disappointing loss at Atlanta in Week 2. Before we get started, Mark, let's mention our sponsor, USA Man Franchising, LLC. If you're tired of working for someone else for far less money than you're worth, USA Man Franchising now has operations in Philadelphia, southern New Jersey, and Boston, and they're looking for new cities to expand. Call 856-912-4007 on how you can own your own business or go to usamanmagazine.com for more information. So we're going to talk about the MASH unit that is called the Philadelphia Eagles. And, Mark, you've been watching football as long as I have. Did you ever see a team lose three significant players like the Eagles did in in the pregame or on the first play? I I don't remember. And and for those who – aren't aware of it. Dallas Goddard got hurt in the uh, the walkthrough pregame. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he said he re-injured an old calf muscle that he had hurt before in the preseason. I guess it must have been the, one of the 13 plays he played in preseason. And then Alshon Jeffrey with a calf. You know, he hurts that early on, if not in the warm-up. And Deshaun Jackson, very limited time early on with a strained groin. He's going to be out a couple weeks. At least. So, so now, so, some more breaking news for, you know, we, we record this podcast on Wednesday morning, and the Eagles have just announced that they're not going to have a practice today. On a Wednesday before a Sunday game, they're going to have a walkthrough, which is, I've never heard it before. I was talking to Ike Reese uh, a little bit ago. He's never heard of a team having a walkthrough on a Wednesday before a Sunday game because, you know, Wednesday is the live day, it's yes. the hitting day. It's where you get all the bumps and bruises out. You reestablish contact, get your body acclimated to it. They usually work on running a game on Wednesday, passing game on Thursday, special teams on Friday with a little bit of both, and then a walkthrough on Saturday. So this really tells me something. And they've also limited the interview schedule. And uh, Carson Wentz, they said, was in, they're out. Now they may let the press talk to him. You know, he got battered a little bit uh, the past week. I wonder if his rib is okay. He got hit a couple times. I, yeah, I thought for sure he was he was like he was down and out. But he, yeah, I'll tell you one thing about Carson Wentz, and you know, he, he can be criticized for his play the other night. I mean, he had a great fourth quarter, but he but he put him in a hole in the first half. But he's tough. No one yeah. can ever question that kid's toughness. I'll tell you that right now. He's a, he's he's a, a tough, he is a tough guy. guy. And, he, and he's a big guy. You know, he's, he's a little bit like Roethlisberger. We'll talk about Yeah, that's what actually was compared to coming out. Yeah, the, the, the pass rusher seemed to bounce off of him, and he's able to reestablish his footing. But, you know, what an agonizing way for the Eagles to lose that game. They, You know, they have the lead. They lose it late on that Julio Jones pass. And then they're driving again, and he hits Ertz. And, boy, I'll tell you, when you looked at that measurement initially, I thought he had it. They marked it short. They didn't overrule it, and the Eagles go home a loser. Yeah, and you know, I'm you know, I'm sure Eagle fans are disappointed. It's a loss, it's not. But last week, go back and listen to our to our podcast. I told you this was going to be a tough spot. Oh yeah, in Atlanta on a Sunday night, the Falcons were waiting for them to come to it. You know, the last three games had all been in Philly, where the Falcons lost similar yeah. kind of games where they drove down, they had the ball, and they couldn't get in. So it was, it was almost a, it was almost the exact same game with the teams just. 
the visiting team coming up short. It's the same game, the same game, same game that I saw the last couple of years. I mean, and the Falcons were coming off of a loss, disappointing right. loss at Minnesota. They're coming home, a prime time game. You know, I thought the Eagles were going to have a problem with this game, and ultimately they did. But they, uh, again, they did have a chance of winning the game at the end. They just fell short, which, which does tell you something. But you know, let, let's go. And so we talked about you know three of the injuries. Tim Jernigan. Possible broken foot, maybe yeah, he's out a month. He's probably out for the yeah. Again, they say a month for him. They say two weeks. We'll see. I, how do you come I'm, back? How do you come back in two weeks with a broken I'm, foot, though? I mean, those, those things are tricky. No. I'm taking the over on both of those injuries. Right. You know, Corey Clement hurt his shoulder. Hey, Wentz, Aguilar, Kelsey, Sidney Jones, they all spent time in the in the injury yeah, yeah, Atlanta. Right. Yeah, going through concussion protocol, I believe Wentz did, and. You know, but the NFL, you've got to rally quickly, and uh, the Eagles look like they're in triage mode right now since they're not going to practice on a Wednesday. <laughs> That's getting, weird. That's not getting ready for the Lions. If I'm the Lions, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Well, listen, you know, the Lions should be – well, they are undefeated. They should be 2-0. and They're 1-0-1. and They really gave up a tie to Arizona, but then pretty impressive win for Detroit <laughs> at home against the Chargers. You know, Matt Patricia's defense looks pretty good. You know, yeah, the Lions are. I mean, I don't. I think the Eagles are a better team than the Lions, and I think even though with the injury, I think they'll still win that game Sunday. But it's not going to be easy because, like you said, the Lions will play defense. Um, I don't think the Lions will score a lot, but I think that will help the Eagles win that. Game. I think the Eagles win that game. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give up the point. Whatever it is, I think it's seven or eight. Really? I I'm not sure I would do that, but um, I think they win the game. Yeah. But you know, here's the thing. All, all I all I read and heard through the summer was how deep this Eagle team. Oh, this is the deepest team I've ever seen. This is, oh, what a, how we put together this great run. Well, now your depth has to do something, right? If you're as well, deep as, everybody, as, you're, as you've been telling everybody that you are, well, now's the time to show it because you got some starters out. So let's see these, yeah. these great backups. Well, I do, I do think they are deep in some spots. They're deep at running back. They're deep at wide receiver. They're oh, relatively. Well, how deep they are at yeah. Receiver. Well, well, you're going to have to because they're going to, they're going to play some, some other guys. But how about the, um, in my opinion, one of the big factors in the Eagles' loss was how poorly they pass-protected Wentz in the first half against Atlanta. You know, the Eagles' offensive yeah. line is supposed to be this, this great offensive line, and Wentz was under serious duress and you know, could have broken his rib on the one play. Well, the one guy who, who was just bad, I mean, I'm not going to, let's not, let's not mince words. He was just, Isaac Samawa was bad, bad. I mean, uh, I saw the stats. He gave up whatever many sacks and pressures. Hurry had a couple penalties. He had a bad night. I mean, he had a real bad night. Now, I'm not saying he's a bad player and, and will never play well again, but he's got to play better. He needs to step it up. He, they, they gave him a new contract. He was a what, third round pick. He needs to play play better than than, than he played in Atlanta. If, if the, or I don't know who their next next in line is, but well, I think it's Vitae. I think Vitae played there in the preseason. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it was Vitae. I mean, they got rid of they got rid of Wis, Wisniewski, which kind of surprised me. Me um, too. I guess maybe you know they just they wanted to, they wanted to go younger with the younger guy, but he I thought of all the linemen, I thought I thought he had the worst night of all of them. I mean, he he was just getting killed. Now Grady Jarrett's a good player, don't get me wrong, but guess what? The Lions got some pretty good guys up front too. 
Well, you know, the Eagles are battered. We've talked about it. How about some of the injuries in the league? Ben Roethlisberger, he is going to have elbow surgery this week. He's out for the year. Drew Brees tore ligaments in his thumb. He's going to be out for a minimum of four to six weeks. Cam Newton, it looks like, is going to be out for a few weeks with a, with a, with a bad heel. And, you know, we talked about this a lot. We're going to mention it one more time these guys that don't play at all in the preseason, they can't get acclimated to game speed, and you're yep. seeing a rash of injuries in the first two weeks that, you know, have to be concerning to the league. I, I think that guys, you know, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. And I don't think these guys need to play the whole game, the entire preseason, but they do need to have some reps at game speed because it's something that you just can't replicate. I couldn't agree. And we, and we, it's not like we're looking back on this after the fact. We said this all during the, during our podcast, during the preseason that we didn't think it was a great idea for nobody to ever play. And, and you're seeing now again, like Drew Brees' injury with the hand, that wasn't, he, he could have played every snap in preseason. And, and, but, but these, but like with the Eagles injuries, calves and groins and, and things like things of that nature, those, you know, uh, what do they call them? Soft tissue injuries. Mm-hmm. That's, that comes, like you said, I think from not, doing a lot prior to the season. And that's the thing. People worry about it. They, they worry about you. Like, the reason they don't play in the preseason is they don't want it. They don't want you to, to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So, instead, so instead you get hurt in week two. <laughs> okay. What's, well, I think I'd rather get hurt in preseason. I, that's too where we, I, I'd come back two weeks later, right? I mean, you get a chance. You have a chance to heal that way. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't get these. I don't get the thinking. I mean, I, I, I get it. I know what they're, they're scared. They're playing scared. But then guys get, like you said, then guys get hurt early in the season, and now, now you're missing games. Now you're missing real games, and now you're gonna, you might lose a couple games because of these injuries. And, and you, you forgot another. How about the poor New York Jets? And I say poor New York because I like Douglas, and I like to see him do, do well there. They're down to their, they're, they're down to two quarterbacks that haven't, that weren't even on rosters. Oh no, they're they're digging off the trash pile already for quarterbacks. And I mean, Darnold um, has mono, which is. That's kind of a weird injury for an NFL yeah. player, but um, not even it. I got what's, he, what's he back in high school kissing his yeah, right. in the back of the back of a, of a Chevy Corvette? Come on, man, <laughs> where's that come from? And then Trevor Simeon, his backup, goes out. Now he's out for the year. Well, I didn't hear. I knew he was out. I didn't know he was now out, he's out for, for the year. year. Yeah, oh, he's wow. out for the year. So they have Luke Falk, and they just signed um, David Fales. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's that's they're they're in trouble. How about speaking of that? And gambling's legal now. New Jersey. Everywhere. Almost there. Not in South on Carolina. Your, on we'll your phone. Laughing. We'll be laughed down <laughs> in the Bible Belt here. But uh but so did did you see two did you see the lines this week on the New England uh Jets game and the Are Dallas Rams? Is it the first time there's a it's an over twenty point line for two games two in, games. in the yep. same week? Yeah. And they're going up. Yeah. One's twenty two now, another one's twenty one and a half. Well listen, the old horse racing adage is if a favorite's gonna win the race, you don't bet the race. I feel the same way about laying big points in the NFL. If the team is going to you have to lay 20, 18, 20, 22 points in a game, just sit it out. Yeah, I'm, you know? I tell you what, I wouldn't take the, I'm not taking the Miami or the Jets in those games. <laughs> hey, listen. If I, like, hey, put a gun hey, in my head. Hey, and, hey, tease it up to 28. <laughs> <laughs> no, I might, I might tease it down to the team. I mean, I'm, you're right, I'm not going to bet either one of those games, but like, back when I was at NJ Doc, Dot com. We had to pick. We picked every game. Yeah, yeah. It's just something that we did. Five or six of us, whatever it was, we got a little contest. We picked every game. If I had to pick every game, I would take 
the Patriots and the Cowboys. I hear you. Hey, uh, the Jets don't look like they're going to be able to score any points. How about Jalen Ramsey? There's rumors that the Eagles might be interested. He gets into a big blow-up this weekend with his head coach, Doug Marone. Marone goes for two to try to win the game on the road against Houston, and Ramsey throws a fit. They almost come to blows on the sideline. Now he's demanding to get traded. Uh, possibly the best pure cornerback in the league. They want two first-round picks for him. Should Howie be talking to Jacksonville at this point? He can always talk. I mean, why not? But I'm, I don't know if I'm giving up. I don't, I'm not giving up two first. No picks. way they give up two first. I'm, I'm not going to. There's no picks. way. Yeah. Um, I, and again, I, I'm old school. And I don't like guys that are me first kind of guys. And it seems oh. like Ramsey's a me first kind of guy. He is a great player. I'm not going to take away his, his, his ability. Um, now you played. So you tell me, would, would you want a guy like that on your team? Uh, well, I played for two coaches, uh, Jim Moore and Dick Cremille, that wouldn't tolerate that. Right. So, I mean, they, they would not have him on the team. If You know, the few instances that there were suspect characters on the teams that I played, it was really policed in the locker room. You have uh, a nucleus of players that you know, kind of corral the guys, say, listen, that's not the way we do things here. And if then if they don't conform to what the team needs to be, you know, they, they, we let them go. But uh, I was lucky. I, I played for, you know, mostly the Eagles and the Stars. And uh, we did not have bad guys in the locker room. It does a couple things. It makes coming to work a whole lot more fun. And you really have a camaraderie that, you know, you, you kind of carry with you when football's over with. So would I have uh, Jalen Ramsey on my team? I, I would have a talk with him and find out if he's going to uh, be a team player. And if I didn't think he was, I wouldn't. I would end the conversation there. Yeah, I mean, obviously he would be a, a major upgrade to the Eagles secondary. He'd be by you know far and away, and they they could use. Let's be honest, they could use a better a, a better quarterback right right now. And he's like you said, if he's not the best, he's in the top two or three. Um, but again, he does bring some of that bag. I mean, like you said, could, can you imagine him yelling at Dick Vermeil? You guys didn't go to that point, Stan, but can you imagine him criticizing, yelling at Dick Vermeil on the sideline of a game for a call? Never. It never happened. It never would happen. He'd be on the waiver wire before he got the third word out of his mouth. That's just, that's just the way it went back then. So as we look at the NFC East, we only got about a minute left here. Dallas 2-0, and Eagles 1-1. and Both games are within the conference. It's particularly important for the Eagles to stay up with Dallas. If you look at the Eagles' schedule coming up, they've got this Detroit game. They're at the Packers, home against the Jets, which should be a win at the Vikings and at Dallas, I mean, the Eagles really got to buckle up because their, their schedule does not get any easier. And the cow and, and, I'll, and I'll flip that on you. You talk about the Cowboys, the Cowboys played a, played a Dolphins this week. Like we, we already said, they're a 20 some point favorite. They get to saints the following week, which looked like a, Hey, that's gonna be a tough game, right? But not now, not without breeze. So Dallas could get on a little roll here. Dallas could get, I mean, Dallas should be in my opinion, at least four and all. I don't, I'm not sure who they play that fifth week, but Dallas, should win the next two two games rather easily. I hear you. Hey, Mark, we're out of time. Always great right. time. We will touch base with you next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Bird Brains.